0: Hey there welcome to truly oz where we're devoted to sharing insider scoops on our major cities and the exploration of regional rural and outback australia we created these truly oz podcasts so that before you travel somewhere you know a little bit about the place and have the lowdown on things to check out i also love sharing my top picks on where to eat drink play and stay for more travel inspiration you can also check out our stories at trulyoz.com and find us on instagram at truly Today we're going to do something a little different, and rather than exploring one place or one region, we're going to give you two road trips across Tassie that bring together some of my favourite places, produce and people. Firstly though, I'd like to acknowledge and pay my respects to the traditional custodians of the region, the Palawa people. Flying into Burnie places you on the edge of Tasmania's raw, untouched wilderness, surrounded by fresh produce and fascinating towns. For a small island, Tassie packs a powerful punch, With a bounty of fresh produce, it's no wonder it's chefs, winemakers, brewers and distillers are winning international awards every week. Our two road trips are called Western Wilds and the North and Great Eastern. Both of these were recommended by Tourism Tasmania and broken into five-day adventures. And as Rex flies into Burnie and Devonport, they're tailored to suit Trillio's readers. First up, Western Wilds. Day one, we're going to go Burnie to Corinna. Burnie is a natural starting point for a journey into the western wilds. Once an industrial centre on Tasmania's northwest coast, Burnie has emerged as a creative hub with quality produce, art deco architecture and coastal scenery. Get your bearings at the Makers Workshop, which is a contemporary art gallery, workshop and cafe where you can watch local artists at work. Then head toward Waratah on the edge of the diverse Takanya-Tarkeen Forest Reserve to explore its mining past at the Waratah Courthouse Museum and view the town's tumbling waterfall. It contributed to hydropower here more than 100 years ago and it's a pretty spot to enjoy a picnic. The Tarkeen Forest Reserve is home to Australia's largest temperate rainforest. On the drive to Corinna, stop at Philosopher's Falls for a 45-minute walk along a historic mining water race. From origins as a thriving mining town, Corinna Wilderness Experience is now a wilderness retreat. The surrounding forest is full of walks and kayak trails and you can cruise the Pyman River in a legendary Huon Pine vessel and sleep in renovated mining huts. Day two, Corinna to Strawn. After an invigorating morning walk in the forest, head towards Strawn via Zien. Zien was once Tasmania's third largest city, built on the back of lucrative mining industry. Much of the opulent architecture has been restored and you can learn about its history at the West Coast Heritage Centre. Once in Strawn, make your way to the waterfront and enjoy World Heritage Cruises on the Gordon River. The Grinding family have been running tours here for more than 100 years, with its fifth generation now taking guests into Franklin Gordon River's National Park. Retire tonight at Letts Bay, a historic village of Tassie shacks or small cabins overlooking the water. Try Saltbox Hideaway, which has been restored with modern luxuries, including your own private deck and a fire pit down on the water's edge. Day 3, Strawn to Taralea. Today's drive is a winding journey through the windswept coastline toward the agricultural heart of the West. First stop is Queenstown, another fine example of a town once reliant upon mining, and the world's richest, in fact, that has creatively reinvented itself. The landscape is dramatic and moonlight, and its streets are filled with historic buildings. The West Coast Wilderness Railway departs from here on a journey deep into the wild west coast, telling tales of deception and resilience along the way. Wind along the banks of expansive Lake Burberry as you head towards Derwent Bridge, the gateway to the southern end of cradle mountain Lake Clair National Park. Lake Clair is Australia's deepest lake, which you can explore on foot or by ferry. End your day at Taralea Estate, Once a town for the workers who developed Tasmania's pioneering hydroelectric scheme, its cottages, houses and lodges have been converted into accommodation. Day four, Taralea to New Norfolk. Heading back towards Hobart, the roadside scenery graduates from wilderness to agricultural land, passing through small historic towns like Ouse and Hamilton. Take the turn off to Mount Field National Park, Tasmania's first national park. It's accessible by a 20-minute walk through towering swamp gums, ferns and cool temperate rainforest to Russell Falls, which is a magnificent cascading waterfall. In autumn, you can witness the spectacular turning of the fagus when the endemic fagus plant changes from green to shades of red and gold. Charming roadside stalls abound here, so keep an eye out for cherries, honey and vegetables and stop by Westaway Raspberry Farm. Try the local hop at two-metre-tall brewery. You can bring a picnic or barbecue and set yourself up on the grassy area near Farm Bar overlooking Rolling Hills. And perhaps stay the night at Stanton Farmhouse, a large Georgian house in Magra built by convicts in 1817. Day five, New Norfolk, Hobart. New Norfolk is Tasmania's third oldest city, established when the early settlers were evacuated from Norfolk Island to Tasmania in the early 1800s. It's now the heart of the Derwent Valley, surrounded by lush agricultural land. The hops from here supply most breweries in Australia. Explore its antique and bric-a-brac stores and Tasmania's oldest church, the Anglican Church of St Matthew. Willow Court is Tasmania's oldest mental asylum, now home to two-hatted restaurant, the Agrarian Kitchen Eatery. On the journey back to Hobart, stop at Stefano Ljubljana Wines. And if you have room, lunch in the Osteria and taste their biodynamic cool climate wines. Now, to our second trip. It's called the North and Great Eastern Drive. Day one is Burnie to Hadspen. After flying into Burnie, jump in the car and start your explanation of the delicious cradle-to-coast tasting trail. Agriculture is central to industry on the northwest coast, so you'll see rolling hills striped with crops and roaming livestock. Stop at House of Ambers for handmade chocolate tasting and Ashgrove Cheese for cheese, cream and butter. But if you're more interested in grapes, taste cool climate wines at Ghost Rock Wines with views over Bass Strait or try a produce platter at Three Willows near De Lorraine. Dine tonight at the Red Feather Inn in Hadspen, which uses local ingredients often grown or raised on site to prepare an ever-changing menu well-matched with an extensive wine list. Alternatively, retire in one of the 10 beautifully restored luxurious guest rooms at Quamby Estate, a boutique country estate with a fascinating history dating back to the 1830s. Day 2. Hadspen to St Helens. The Tamar Valley produces some of Australia's best cool climate wines, especially sparkling wine, second only to Champagne in France. Explore the Tamar Valley wine route to taste your way through several varietals across its 30 vineyards. Have lunch at one of the many cellar door restaurants such as Timber Kitchen at Velo Wines or Clover Hill Wines. Head to the coast in the afternoon. Payangana Dairy have produced handcrafted cheese on site for more than 130 years. Be sure to taste the award-winning cloth-matured cheddar and enjoy a gourmet platter with matching Tasmanian wine or beer at the Pie and Gunner Farmgate Café. At night, explore the St. Helens food scene. Choose from Nina Restaurant and Bar, which serves tapas and substantial plates, or Founou Restaurant and Comptoir, which draw upon French connections. Day three, St. Helens to Coles Bay. Tasmania's east coast is home to the Great Eastern Drive, which starts at the Bay of Fires north of St Helens. The middle section of the drive is dotted with coastal towns and villages where locals have holidayed for generations. Just south of Scamander, Ironhouse Brewery, Winery and Distillery at White Sands Estate make four handcrafted brews using water source from their own spring and wine produced from 60 hectares of vines. Take a detour at Bichonot for fish and chips at the gulch overlooking the water, then explore the bounty of the sea further at Fraysonet Marine Farm near Coles Bay. Oysters and mussels are harvested daily and they sell scallops, abalone, rock lobster and salmon, sourced from the local fishermen. Enjoy it fresh on the deck or take your haul with you. You can join an Oyster Bay tour to harvest oysters and learn how to shuck them before enjoying a selection with a glass of local wine. You can spend a luxurious night in one of the architecturally award-winning coastal pavilions at Frasenet Lodge, set within the gorgeous Frasenet National Park. Day 4: Coles Bay to Twomley Farm in Buckland. Start your day with a walk to the lookout over Wineglass Bay, then hit the road to explore the wineries of the Great Eastern Drive. Devil's Corner Vineyard are open for tastings daily and they serve wood-fired pizzas, while there, take in views of the pink granite formations of the Hazards and Frasenet Peninsula. Then pop into Springvale Cellar Door, a small family vineyard producing award-winning drops. Stop in at Bunna to see the busy marina and enjoy fish and chips at the fish van. It's the launch pad to visit Mariah Island, a natural wildlife sanctuary with the most intact example of a convict probation station in Australia. Your bed tonight is at Twomley Farm, a 7,000-acre working farm outside Buckland, dating back to 1842. The Turvey family, who run the farm today, have been at Twomley since 1874. Stone farm outbuildings have been reimagined as boutique accommodation, plus there's pods and bell tents. Day 5, Twomley Farm to Hobart. Prepare a sumptuous breakfast from the Twomley Farm provisions or order a gourmet picnic hamper to take with you. Drive the longer route to Hobart and explore the historic town of Richmond at the heart of the Coal River Valley wine region. The centrepiece of this Georgian-era town is Richmond Bridge. It's Australia's oldest and it was built by convicts in the 1820s. Wind your way through Coal River Valley and stop at one of the many cellar doors. The region's oldest vineyard is Domain A, planted in 1973 and now owned by Marilla Estate and it's open Friday to Monday for tastings. Or pop into Puddle Duck for their reverse BYO. Bring your own food to match your wine or book a vineyard and winery tour. Rex has daily flights from Melbourne to Devonport and Burnie, with Devonport being only a half-hour drive to Burnie. So either is fine to kick off from. Thanks for listening to the Truly Oz podcast. If you like what you heard, hit follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. And for more travel inspiration, head over to trulyoz.com or catch us on Instagram. We look forward to bringing you more Truly Oz travel inspiration soon. This podcast was made by Afternoon Sport Group. Afternoon sport. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com.